Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson, and uh, before I introduce my guest, Absent from our our podcast, uh, who's rarely absent, is our founder and CEO, Steve Lacey. He has got another meeting today, so Steve is not with us. In the last, uh, probably the last month or two, we've had Michael Gray uh, working with us as well. And Michael's also got a meeting, so he's gone. But we do have a guest here today we've had on here several times. And uh, his name is Paul Allen Clifford. Paul, how are you? I'm doing wonderfully. How are you, Phil? All right, Paul, doing great. And uh, today we're going to talk about ProPresenter 7. And one of the reasons that we're going to talk about that is they actually uh, give you now the ability to do live streaming. And I want to get with Paul in just a moment to talk a little bit about that. We'll we'll ask Paul if you're new to this or new to ProPresenter, we'll, we'll ask him to tell us a little bit about what ProPresenter is and then uh, and then with this new option that ProPresenter has with streaming, we'll get into that. But be, before we do that, I, I feel like uh, personally, I always want to share something. You know, a lot of times we goof around a little bit on this podcast uh, before we get into things. And uh, in light of what's happened in our nation the last 10 days, the last roughly two weeks, uh, I mean, not only are we dealing with a pandemic, but uh, the whole uh, situation that came up uh, with George Floyd in Minnesota uh, almost two weeks ago now. And I just want to just take a moment and personally share that uh, I, I'm just grieved about what happened and I'm grieved about the injustice and uh, that is that happened there and honestly still happening in our in our country today and, and the situation that our brothers and sisters are facing uh, even now as we're in the 21st century. And uh, I, I just from my I'm involved in ministry. Uh, like Paul is and like many of us uh, involved listening to this podcast. And I, I feel like the scriptures tell us that, that God, uh, that injustice makes God angry. And uh, it should make us angry as well. And uh, um, if one person's denied justice, I think that we cannot ignore that. And I think that uh, if one of us isn't safe, uh, none of us are safe. And black people have been dealing with this for literally hundreds of years. And so it needs to stop. And I can tell you, you know, there's a scripture that I think some of us are familiar with. It's in Proverbs chapter 31. It talks about open your mouth on the behalf of those unable to speak uh, for the legal rights of all who are dying. And so um, I, I, that's, I, this is my personal feelings on this, but I will say this as far as on behalf of our company, JSL Solutions, we have been honored to serve black pastors in black churches now since 2001, almost 20 years. And it's, it's an honor for us to continue to work with black churches, uh, not just in the United States here, but globally. And so we will always uh, support, we will continue to support uh, black pastors and black churches. And, and again, uh, I, I can't speak for everybody on our team, but I can tell you that I know everybody on our team very well. And, and they, they love people. Uh, they, they love uh, the communities that we serve. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be working with people that, uh, that care 
about injustice and that are willing to uh, to help anyway. And that's what that's how our feelings are at streamingchurch.tv, which is uh, one of our companies here. And uh, anyhow, I'll, I'll I'll stop from there. But I felt like I just wanted to say that because uh, we haven't really said anything about it. Uh, this has been going on for quite a while, and uh, we I, I want to stand with those people that need our help. But anyhow, uh, Paul, thank you for being with us today. We sure appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. So let's talk a little bit about ProPresenter 7, but let's go back a little bit. Let's back up the tape. ProPresenter has been around now for quite a while. My church uses ProPresenter uh, to display images on our projector and graphics and all that. But let, for those who might not be familiar with ProPresenter, tell us a little bit about I mean, what it is and, and how it works. Yeah, so what I tell people is that just like a Volkswagen Beetle, can get you to from point A to point B. It's got four wheels. It's got an engine. So is a Ferrari. It's got four wheels. It's got an engine. So on one level, you can say those are the same, but they are not the same. <laughs> They're just totally different animals. And I'll take the Volkswagen, but anyhow, go ahead. Sorry, I'm going to blow your analogy. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, my point is that for each situation, one would be better than another. If you need to get from point A to point B in so little time that um, people say, I thought you just left when you arrived, you're probably going to want to use the Ferrari. Okay, so, right. um, But if, if you like to have a kind of a quirky experience, you, you like seeing little kids... Uh, hit their brothers and sisters, then you're going to choose a different <laughs> mode of vehicle. The slug uh, so, bug, yeah, okay. <laughs> but all that to say, just like those two are both cars, but they're totally different, so PowerPoint and ProPresenter are both presentation software, but they're totally different. And uh, ProPresenter can put up slides just like PowerPoint can, but it can do so much more. And it's just really... a uh, premium live production piece of software and with what they've added for live streaming i think that's just proof positive of what i'm saying about it yeah so i should uh in the past i've i've talked about your bio your your bio who you are uh paul allen clifford is is somebody that that is uh, i call you our our uh our adopted tech guru here at streamingchurch.tv because i've deferred to you many times uh, but but Paul, uh, you have a background in tech technology. Uh, tell us very quickly what that is, just so people can go. Oh, that guy must know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually have a seminary degree, and I just kind of on a lark because I needed uh, another class. I took technology and ministry as part of seminary, and I found it very interesting that I would rush home to do my homework for technology and ministry, but for New Testament history and criticism, for example, I was literally a semester late on a paper. I mean, <laughs> like the semester ended, I went through the entire next semester, and I finally turned it in later, and my professor should have failed me, but he was very kind to me. So seeing the just the difference between those two, I started doing technology and ministry because it just fueled me and it felt like something I was made to do yeah. and so I've just slowly expanded what I did 
primarily it's video stuff that I deal with. Although if you're a videographer, you've got to know something about sound. You've got to know something about lights. Um, right. And then not maybe seven or eight years ago, I put up a tutorial on ProPresenter 3 back then. <laughs> and I was just amazed at how many people wanted to know more. So I just dove arms and elbows into the software. and. Right. That's where you find me today, arms and elbows into ProPresenter 7, mm -hmm. getting it to do things that other people say, no, no, it can't do that wrong. You just have to be creative sometimes, and sometimes it's in there and you just didn't know where it was. Yeah. So, and then also, uh, you know, I, I refer to you as Paul Allen Clifford, but uh, you probably just go by Paul, but, but if people Google you, uh, right. They would Google Paul Allen Clifford and probably find you right away because you have a website, which is Trinity. Tell, tell me, I didn't write this down. I should have. I always do, but I didn't this time. Uh, what's, yeah, your, what's your website? It's trinitydigitalmedia.com. Trinity so, and all that's spelled com. all the normal ways. Yeah, okay, good. All right, so, and then you're also on Facebook. You have a, uh, a Facebook page. Uh, is it Church Streaming? What's, a, what's the title of the Facebook page? Yeah, so I have a Facebook page that's Trinity Digital Media, okay. um, but I also have uh, the church live streaming group yeah, that uh, focuses okay. more on church live streaming. I've also got the ProPresenter Users Group, which I've now partnered with Renewed Vision on. Uh, mm -hmm. I started it, and they noticed once it got to a certain level, and so now we're partnering on that to make it just a, a yeah. huge resource for churches that use ProPresenter. All right, so let's get back to ProPresenter. Uh, my church uses ProPresenter. I, I don't usually drive it. Somebody else does. So it, 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 it gives you the ability to, to uh, do lots of things. Uh, and up until ProPresenter, and the, the latest version is ProPresenter 7. Am I mm -hmm. right? Okay. Before ProPresenter 7, uh, you, you, I think our church has ProPresenter 6. So, uh, you know, it does lots of things. The, the primary thing that I guess probably most people would do is they would, they would put up images, use it to project images on screens, you know, in your church facility. And, and uh, uh, am I, do you want to add something to that before we get to seven? Is there, I mean, there's more it can do, but. Right, right. So, um, for example, if you're not familiar, uh, I used to do freelance tech work and every year there was a conference where they would bring in these people and here's what they wanted to do at the beginning of every session. They wanted to play a video with separate audio, then they wanted to switch to another video, and then they wanted to switch to slides for the first presenter. That process with PowerPoint took them two PowerPoint machines, three people running it, a video switcher, and it was just this convoluted process. Right. Yeah. I've, I tried to convince them to go with ProPresenter, even though it's designed for the church, because that same process is hit the space bar, hit the space bar, hit the space bar, hit the space bar. <laughs> One person can do it all. It's really simple. It's very reliable. If you've ever played video with PowerPoint, you know, sometimes it's reliable and sometimes it's not. And that, yes. that's just really annoying. Yeah. 
Uh, now, Pro Presenter, it was originally set up for Mac, right? But they also have a Windows version. The only thing I would say is I've had problems at times because we have ours on a Windows machine. And mm -hmm. if Steve Lacey was here, he would jump in and, and, and basically, uh, you know, uh, insult anybody that's using. He wouldn't insult people. But you know what I mean? He, he's, he's not real big on Windows. And, and I understand that totally. I totally get that. So, so I, the only issue I've ever had with ProPresenter, and it may not even be a ProPresenter, but it, it's, it's, you know, running it on Windows, it didn't seem to work as well as those who were running it on an Apple machine. I mean, have you gotten any feedback from people on that? Yeah. Or is it just so, me? <laughs> so uh, starting with ProPresenter 4, they had a Windows version, and every iteration thereafter, it got better. Right. So Pro 6 was pretty good. Uh, some people even would tweak their machines just right, and they'd say, oh, no, I don't see how it could be any better on a Mac. But people that had gone 50-50 back and forth, you know, mm -hmm. maybe the youth ministry has a Windows machine, but it's a gaming rig, and so it's really, it should be awesome. And then their uh, main sanctuary has a Mac Mini, which you wouldn't think would be as awesome, but it was better. Mm -hmm. So that's what people would say with ProPresenter 6. Okay. With Pro 7, they rewrote it from the ground up. One of the big problems was that it was 32-bit in Windows 64. with ProPresenter 6, and now it's 64-bit just like the Mac version is. Okay. So there are some... Right now, my biggest source of consternation is I'm having arguments that pop up on the ProPresenter users group where people are arguing which is better Mac or uh, Windows or ProPresenter. Like, and, and they're both right. It, it really just depends on your situation. If your team is all Windows developers, well, don't get a Mac. That doesn't make any sense. But if your team has been using Macs since, you know, 1984... Right don't get a Windows box, that doesn't make any sense, but sure. A-B comparison, they're almost identical now. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And and I, I'll talk to you a little bit about upgrading from 6 to 7, but let's jump into 7 because the biggest thing, one of the things we're interested in is, of course, uh, I see that you can do streaming video now with ProPresenter 7. So how does that work, Paul? I, you know, I get ProPresenter 7. So it, it's obviously got the live encoding capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're doing audio only, um, but I'm going to, I've got a video switcher here. Oh, you know, I'm yeah, I, I, we're actually doing video and audio here. So, okay. just, yeah, so people can see this. Uh, okay, well, if, if you're watching on video this, here, then yeah. let me uh, pop it up and I'm going to, hide my uh yeah i'm gonna make you the speaker view here so people can see this a little bit yeah we are doing video here i forgot to tell you that so uh, okay that's why that's why i was putting makeup on earlier but, uh, okay <laughs> i should have paid attention i know right? uh, so so here we are in pro 7 and um one thing that you'll notice is that um there is a little word up on the upper right hand corner that says live Right. And yes. so if I click on that, I can first go into capture settings. Once I have this all set up, okay. I can just click start capture and it'll work. But okay. I can go into capture settings 
and here let me drag that over because it's normally on a different output and I can choose any of the outputs because ProPresenter 7 inherently can do multiple outputs. I think I've got five connected right now on hmm. this machine that we're doing zoom on at the same time by the way. Right, right. And, uh, and I admit it's a beefy machine so not every church is going to have this but mm -hmm. uh, you'll notice that I can select any of my outputs and I remembered wrong I've got six connected outputs okay. uh, that I could choose to live stream from um, and they can have lyrics formatted differently so if you wanted full screen stuff for in person but a lower third over a camera then uh, you could do that hmm. and you wow. could even send a stage layout live streamed if you wanted to which now with Pro 7 you have more flexibility so you can send different uh, different screens as part of the stage. You can make your own multi-view, all kinds of fun stuff. And then you can decide, do you want to do disc, which is just to record it, or do you want to do RTMP for live streaming? You put in your address, you put in your key, you put in the resolution and frame rate that you want down there, and that is one thing that I really love that they've done is they've put how much upload speed you need yeah, for that. That's good, that's so, good yeah. So if you, uh, just because your uh, cable modem says that you have 20 megabits per second does not mean that you have 20 megabits per second up, <laughs> right. which is yeah. what matters. So yeah. you could choose the appropriate for how much upload speed you have, yeah. and then uh, having chosen RTMP and it'll do RTMPS too okay. if you wanted to do that oh, great. there's a checkbox for save local copy so you can record yeah. live stream or both uh, yeah. with Pro 7.1 which wow. is this particular version just came out like a week and a half ago right so um, now let me ask you a question authentication because um, some uh, providers require that you have a username and password. Uh, does does ProPresenter allow authentication? Right now, the only stuff that I have um, to deal with are the streaming address and the key. Stream key so yeah. if there's uh, the ability to embed that in mm -hmm. either one of those, which I know some right. do that, then you could do that. And this is their first attempt at this, and I think right. it's only going to get better from here. Sure, yeah. So. Well, and, and that's fine. But that was a, that was a question. Actually, somebody today asked us on support. I didn't I didn't take the call or the chat, but they asked. There, somebody's actually using it, and they were, mm -hmm. and uh, I think they are anyhow, or they're considering using it. And and that was one of the questions was where do you put the authentication? So you know, with our company. We do require authentication. However, we also have uh, different uh, uh, live encoders that we work with, and some of them don't require authentication. So we can, our company, streamingchurch.tv, we can we can make that work. So I could easily make ProPresenter Seven work for anybody that wanted to use our credentials. But uh, but that that answers our question. So uh, so yeah, so that's good. So that sounds really. It sounds very simple. Uh, I mean, you just set it up and it's, you know, if you're listening to this, anybody listening understands at least a little bit about streaming video. You do have to have some type of a live encoder to make that happen. Um, 
Let me ask you this. So if you're going to plug cameras in to, to be able to stream, you've got to plug cameras in. So mm-hmm. let me go back to you because I know you're pulling it and, and we're, we have audio as well as we have an audio version of this podcast, which I think probably most people use, but there's we have the video. So I'm going to go back here to, and look at what you're sharing with me. So if I wanted to plug a camera in, I, I, do I still need some kind of a video capture device? I imagine I would, right? Because yeah, I mean, presenters going to have to recognize. They're not going to just recognize the camera without a uh, some kind of an adapter, right? Probably. And there is one caveat. I, I've noticed that there's a lot of churches that really love the PTZ optics cameras. Right. Uh, and they have an NDI <laughs> output network okay. digital interface. Right. Well, if that's the case, if you've got NDI, you know, floating around your network and it can mm-hmm. handle the speed of it, then ProPresenter 7 can take an NDI feed as a video feed. So okay. So okay. you, other than that, uh, you would need a capture device. Um, yeah. You're actually, the video that people are seeing of me, I've, I'm coming through a Canon T3i, and that's yeah. actually going through ProPresenter because it's going over USB um, because the camcorder, mm-hmm. the DSLR, it's HDMI out is a little wonky. So... Right. Um, yes. Yeah. When you, if you're watching the video and um, you look, you'll see that this is exactly the same video that's down below mm-hmm. in the little thumbnail at the bottom that I have the picture in picture. And that's coming in live mm-hmm. via that uh, mechanism. So yeah. USB capture, uh, Thunderbolt capture, NDI. It can also do siphon if you had it coming in through another piece of software on the same Mac. So we've got a lot of flexibility. It's not perfect yet. Some of the USB capture cards, the audio isn't coming in. So you got to do a little uh, finessing to get all that working. Yeah, that was my next question. Is there a way to sync? You know, if your audio is getting out of sync or something, you how do you fix that? Is it a problem? Has it been a problem that we know of yet? Right. So the on USB capture devices, it has been a problem. So that's why it's a bit of a, okay. right now, uh, Renewed Vision is still working on that to make sure that that's rock solid. Okay. So when you try and use a, a USB capture device as of today, um, the audio doesn't come in. So you have to do some uh, hacking a bit to make it work. <laughs> Nothing like diving into code, more like using other software to sync it up kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so that could be that could be problematic for right. some people. Right. right. But they're working on it. I would expect that they're going to get that yeah. taken care sure. of as soon as they can figure out how to make it always stay in sync, you know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. May have to make some adjustments or something on different things like right. you do on the other live encoders that are out there. Okay. Well, that's interesting. All right. So I, I guess my next question is I have ProPresenter 6 at my church. Uh, what does it cost <laughs> to upgrade to ProPresenter 7 if I want to do well, live streaming? It depends on um, a couple of things. First off, do you have just a single seat or do you have a site license? 
it's going to be more for the site license. Um, if it, you're going ProPresenter 6 to ProPresenter 7, the other thing is how recently did you upgrade to ProPresenter 6? Because occasionally I hear people that say, oh no, I just bought ProPresenter 6 a week before ProPresenter 7 came out. Talk mm -hmm. to Renewed Vision because they might be able to do something for you there. Okay. Um, so um, I, I've seen a few people that got really happy when they heard what... Uh, Renewed Vision was doing for them where previously moments before they were really sad and on the verge of anger <laughs> and then they talked to them and were relieved and happy so talk okay. to them about that I I want to say that it is about $300 for a single seat and um, I want to say I'm just blanking on the numbers uh, um but they do have a slightly new, uh, they've got a new way of doing things that I should mention, Phil, and that is that instead of just coming out with a new big release every few years, uh, it was like four years between ProPresenter 5 and ProPresenter 6, they're doing uh, kind of a service contract kind of model where it's not like a subscription where you quit paying and it quits working the same day like Photoshop does. It's okay. more like you quit getting updates. So if you've got an old computer that's running, you know, five years from now, let's say you've got an old computer that runs ProPresenter 7 fine. Use that until that computer dies, no problem. But then you go out to buy the new computer and it won't run the old version of ProPresenter 7, then you would need to pay the fee to get the new updates and stuff. Okay. So, you know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, that's good information to have. Okay. Super. All right. Good. Um, all right. So that's that's uh, that's good information, Paul. Uh, let's see. What else do we need to cover here before we go? Um, uh, there's some. There's a little. There's a couple little tweaks that they're probably going to have to make for the audio in, in some mm -hmm. cases, but it is yeah. kind of nice to have one place where you can do everything, so to speak. Uh, what, what kind of processing power do you need to have uh, to run ProPresenter 7? I mean, just ballpark idea. Yeah, so computer. I would uh, look for something modern, probably an i i5 ideally i've seen it run on i3s but probably an i5 or better i'm actually running it on an i9 a uh 2019 16 inch macbook pro that i got wow. so that wow. is, you know i i perhaps overbought but it's really nice to know that i'm good for a while um yeah, no doubt yeah uh you want if you can do it dedicated graphics card the intel iris pro graphics they're okay for one output but the second someone says hey can we send another output that is formatted differently to a different place then it gets a little iffy you know um right, right. probably at least 16 gigs of ram four gigs of video ram is nice um ssd I've seen yes. some churches that get an iMac with what they call the Fusion Drive, which starts out great, but as it fills up, it slows down. Right. So, 
I recommend an SSD. Yeah, sounds like Windows, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let me ahead. show you this that I'm doing. So this is actually, I made a multi-view. Let me open up my other uh, camera. So right now I have a multi-view that has um, just, you know, live video coming from multiple places, and that's all done in ProPresenter, and I made that. So uh, I can have up to eight live video sources. I can switch between them. So uh, let's see here. I've got the cut transition selected. So you'll see in the upper right-hand corner here the live mm -hmm. slash recording one I made. Yeah. I can go back and forth. It also is changing mm -hmm. down in the lower right-hand corner. I can do uh, a cross-dissolve as well. So it's... It's kind of like having a video switcher, an encoder, and presentation software all in one. So that's that's really incredible. Uh, that is good. Just to have that. Wow, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome stuff. Good deal. I see your color bars there. Uh, we're running out of time here, but I, I see the color bars uh, for mm -hmm. test pattern. You know, I, I I was doing a test the other day with our company, and I streamed it to one of our company's Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. And Facebook jumped in and said, uh, you're in violation of copyright. And I'm looking at it. And there wasn't even any audio. It was just the color bars test pattern. <laughs> they shut it yep. down. <laughs> it's like it wasn't even a video. <laughs> yep. That's actually a pretty common thing that I'm hearing is people say, well, we put up color bars before we go just to let people know. Yeah. And for some reason, some big media company uh, claimed the color bars, which they shouldn't have. That's and so crazy. now, every time someone puts color bars up, they they get a copyright notice. That's crazy! Wow, that is. Yeah. I wonder. We we were laughing about it. my goodness because you know we you know there's churches that have problems you know with YouTube and Facebook and uh, mm -hmm. uh, we've had we've had Paul on here before, folks, and we've talked a lot about those things. But all right, so we're out of time, Paul. This has been good. I I really appreciate it. Um, let's see. So people, before we go here. Uh, let's repeat your contact information. How do people get a hold of you if they if they have questions? If they, uh, you know, particularly about Pro Presenter Seven, but as we know, you are well educated on a lot of those different things. So how can they reach out to you? Well, um, of course, I've got my site trinitydigitalmedia.com. Okay. Um, you can also see me on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Paul Clifford. Or just Google Paul Allen Clifford, A-L-A-N, right. and that will uh, take you to me. Yeah. So I used to say, just Google any pro presenter question you have, and Paul Allen Clifford, you'll find me. Um, so. yeah, it's probably still true, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just I haven't gotten all the Pro 7 stuff up yet. Oh, I'm okay. All right. Still trying to catch that. up. So there are a few things that if you uh, – Google about ProPresenter 7. I don't have a video yet, but I will. Okay, good, good deal. Well, Paul, we, we sure appreciate your time here. You're always fun to talk with, and uh, 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 we have a lot in common if people are looking at the video. I won't uh, mm -hmm. say anything more about yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, we, are... we, we, can't we can't cut our hair, otherwise uh, we'd uh, lose our church tech abilities. We're kind of like the Samsons of church tech, isn't that right, Phil? There Something you like go. That. That, that's a good excuse. I'll use that next time I get criticized <laughs> by uh, 
certain people <clears throat> in my company. So, uh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, well, look, we're, we're out of time. But uh, again, uh, thanks, Paul. And uh, uh, on behalf of Steve Lacey, who isn't here today, and Michael Gray, who also has a meeting today, uh, my name is Phil Thompson. And thank you for spending some time listening to this Church Solutions podcast. And as usual, if we can help you in any way, uh, that's what we do. We, we love to help churches and ministries. Uh, if we can help you, not just with streaming video, but other things, uh, we are more than ha happy to, to be able to step up. And, and, and uh, we just love helping churches use technology. And if we don't have the answers, we know somebody who does. Wait, I'm trying to do this, the pointing on the screen here. I'm pointing to Paul. But uh, we know Paul and we know other people, too, that, that can help. So, uh, so folks, take care of yourself during this COVID-19 time. Uh, it's a difficult time in our nation, as we said earlier. Uh, please take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. And uh, we'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. 